listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski joring and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. We'll hear from the leading sports dog show stars that are at the top of their game, learning training tips and get the scoop on their secrets to success. So put your paws together and give a tail-wagging welcome to your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Hi, everyone, and welcome to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams. I'm the owner and director of Cup and Iron Canine Fitness and Learning Center in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Now, some of you may remember me best from CBS's reality show last summer, Greatest American Dog, that I was on with my little Maltese dog, Andrew. We ended up runners-up on that show, but mostly what we're really happy about is we were able to show the great relationship that you can develop with your dog through participating in dog sports and all kinds of other fun activities. And that's what DSPN is all about. It's about humans and their dogs playing and having fun. Now, today, my guest is Cindy Briggs. She's the owner of a great training facility in Richmond, Virginia called All Dog Adventures. Great name. We're going to talk about her trip to this year's AKC National Agility Championships with her dog, Jody. So let's take a little bit of break here from our sponsors and we'll be back in a moment. DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick time out. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. And welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams, and today we have a great guest, Cindy Briggs from Richmond, Virginia. She's the owner of a great dog training facility called All Dog Adventures. Great name, great place for dogs. Cindy, hi, and welcome to the show. Hi, Lori. It's great to be here. Great. Now, firstly, I do want to definitely congratulate you on the great honor uh, in the sport of agility going to the Nationals. That's, you know, with Andrew and I just starting out, that's like something that is a coveted goal that uh, maybe one day we'll be able to do. But I definitely (laughs) appreciate um, the high accomplishment. Now, for some of our listeners who may not be aware of all that it takes and how you get chosen and selected for the Nationals, could you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, During the year, between the calendar year of December 1st and October, you have a certain criteria that you have to meet in your regular competitions. And we made that, and I was thrilled that Jody could do it, and I was most thrilled that the Nationals were held in North Carolina, which was driving distance for me. (laughs) So that was a very exciting thing, and and Jody was just awesome and able to meet that that, um, criteria. Fantastic. And Jody is a golden retriever. Let's see. I've had, had the, I've had the pleasure of meeting Jody. Great dog, um, wonderful worker. Now, and, and she's, she has great enthusiasm, which I'm I'm sure is one of the things that definitely has helped you guys do as well as you have in the sport. Now, how long have you been participating in agility with Jody? I've been doing agility for about ten years. I've done it with two other dogs. Jody's four. And um, and is truly the best best of the three. But then again, I've got a lot more experience too, so I can't blame it all on her when we make mistakes. Exactly, exactly. It's funny how you you the dog we learn from our mistakes. The dogs tend to get better too. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That's great. Now, so she she started out as a, a puppy. Did you start her out in like puppy um, agility classes and foundation training? Well, you really shouldn't jump dogs. When mm-hmm. they're very young, obviously you wouldn't do them as a puppy, but right. you have to wait until they get physically mature to um, to jump them. So we okay. spend that first year and a half mm-hmm. um, building some body awareness and doing basic obedience, just what every dog owner ought to do with their dog. We do with our dogs too. And okay. we just build in a little bit more of that body awareness so that they don't look like little klutzes out there, because you know how adolescents—you know—you don't know where your feet are, and you don't know, exactly. and dogs don't know where their rear ends are, and that sort of thing. So it, right. it's a lot of fun, and I love that part of it. Well, I'm so glad you pointed that out because I tell you, um, you know, also being a trainer like you, I get so many people with puppies. I want to get my puppy started in agility, and they're so eager. And when you tell them, you know, kind of pump the brakes a little bit, there's a lot of things that you can do in that first year and a half that will help build towards that. Some of them don't really have the patience. So I'm so glad to hear you uh kind of uh, emphasize what I always try to emphasize with our students as well. Now, um, it is it is very much just to interrupt you there. It is yeah. it is hard. People come in all excited, I want to do agility and everything and you just how do you balance that enthusiasm, right. keep them interested that during that time that they're building a great agility dog. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things 
that I love when, uh, you know, people do get excited about agility. You know, they see the end product, which, you know, people like you and, you know, teams like you and Jody that make it look so easy, you know, <laughs> sometimes that's a detriment because they think it's, a, you know, a lot easier than, than it actually is. But I do find that a lot of people do get a little bit of a rude awakening when they first do start introducing the obstacles and their dog doesn't always take to it as quickly as they would like it to. But again, you know, someone like you who sticks with it and, you know, let people know that, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. It's a thing that you build over time. Absolutely. The, um, the, it is a, a balance again, that you have to build over time. And, um, and it's just, it's just being patient and um, having fun with your dog. After all, you can, you know, train forever for something and, and not be able to do that thing that you've gotten to. Um, I always compare it to NASCAR. We mm-hmm. all drive cars, mm-hmm. but could you drive at that speed around those corners in a crowd that's really, really tight? Right. And so that's kind of like agility. Right, exactly. And I, I tell people that as well, that, you know, a lot of the agility skills, a lot of it, are things that dogs do naturally. Dogs like to jump. Some dogs like to go through tunnels. <laughs> dogs like to run. <laughs> you know, there are natural things to a dog for the most part. But still, as you said, trying to hone all that in and get them to do it um, when you need them to do it, which falls on the handler, of course, then that's a different story. Which, speaking of which, you know, I like to always refer to when we're participating in dog sports and activities as the dog and the handler being a team. So, let me ask you, what kind of preparations did you do yourself to get you as the handler ready to go to nationals? I am so glad you mentioned that word team. I was thinking of it just as you were talking. And it is about teamwork. And teamwork begins at home. I, I, I hate to think that people just let their dogs be little hooligans at home and mm-hmm. not understand the rules and boundaries of home life. And then they get out onto an agility field with all those distractions and you're running and you're nervous and all that sort of stuff. So the preparation for me is having a great home life with Jody. And yes, she sleeps in my bed. <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not something that we don't do at my house. Right, but she sits either. before she gets her food. She sits at the door before I let her out. So that practices for like my start line stay. Mm-hmm. Whenever, you know, so I begin to run agility as a team. Mm-hmm. And so when we were preparing for nationals, I just reviewed the skills that mm-hmm. we needed to run any course, whether it was nationals or any other, and um, and then just made sure that I didn't let up on any of those little details that happen at home. Sure. That's such a good thing for you to point out because, you know, I'm real super, super big on relationship and the relationship you have with your dogs. I mean, I love dog sports because I think dog sports can be very um, effective relationship building skills. But by the same token, as you've pointed out, you got to start building that relationship away from the course, away from the field, away from the trial. You do that at home. You do that on your everyday activities that you do with your dog. So, and it certainly, you know, again, I've seen you and Joe work so that certainly reflects in the way that you guys work together now what about uh, little Jody what are some of the things that you did to prep her are, are there any like special things that you do let's talk about even physical conditioning are there things that you do that help get her ready and prepared for agility I wish I could say that um, I put her on the treadmill three days a week 
which some people do. Yes, um, do. I just don't do that. Um, <laughs> but I do um, make sure she's um, she's flexible. We do mm-hmm. some stretching exercises. Right. We do um, we just do some running and then stopping, so mm-hmm. she still has that ability to excel and then decelerate. Mm-hmm. And so that's about all I do, and just make sure she's got lots of attention on me. She's in great shape. You know, she's nice and fit and lean, which I like for dogs to be. She's, um, you know, you keep, so you do do more things than, than what you mentioned, even. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I can tell you that. You know it as well as I. A lot of the dogs that we see um, coming into our classes are, you know, overweight and, you know, just oh. not in good condition. But I'm sure through her nutrition and keeping her lean and, and all of that goes hand in hand. She's, she's in great Boy, did shape. did I just take that for granted? Yeah. <laughs> I just, see, when I you ask me that question, I guess that's just a given. But you are absolutely right. Since I right. also have a daycare and have a lot of students, Jody needs to be lean. Jody mm-hmm. needs a, a good diet. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't just have food plopped down in front of her every day. And so I'm very careful what she eats mm-hmm. and um, and that she, um, you know, doesn't just pork out on anything. Right. Well, what's good, too, is, um, you know, when you keep dogs lean, you know, it's, it's safer for their hips, their joints, I mean, everything. And, and certainly agility being the type of um, kind of rigorous sport that it is, you know, that's so important. And, and I will say that a lot of dogs that I see participating in, in um, agility do seem to be in, in good shape. Uh, I know it's a little bit harder for, for us handlers. I'm actually trying to get oh. in better shape myself so I can keep up with Andrew because, um, unbelievably so, he's a pretty fast dog even for his size. So I'm I'm trying now to make sure I'm going to be able to keep up and uh, so I won't be a hindrance in our teamwork. So that's very I'm on the same way. I, I wish I took as good a care of myself as, as I do of Jody <laughs> and did a little more exercise and bending and stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I know her, her bending and stretching and her nutrition comes before uh, yours. I'm sure that's the way we all are. It's, it's hard to not be that way, just like we are with our human children. We're I know, but I know. <laughs> well, let me ask you some more things about specifically about um, your trip to to the Nationals. I was on the AKC website, and for those of you who would like to learn a little bit more about the Nationals and some of the breeds that were there, and I think they probably have some of the results, you can go on um, www.akc.org. When I was looking around, you know, I saw the usual suspects lists of, you know, Papillon, Papillon, Sheltie, Border Collie, Border Collie, Border Collie, Collie, Aussie Border Collie. You know, I I was reading through the list. Now, let me ask you, and and, and Jody's a golden retriever, and I'm sure that there was a fair share of goldens there as well. But let me ask you, did you see any kind of non-traditional agility breeds or or, um, unusual breeds that you might have not expected to see? Oh, I, I agree with you. It is. It gets down to the the, the really the herding dogs and the mm-hmm. happy on stuff like that. But it's so exciting when your own breed, mine, makes the finals. I mean, that yes. maybe I can't beat a border collie, but I have my own um, wish list right. where I want to be, and that's. So you you just you go at it with a lot of fun too. I mean, mm-hmm. after all, it's just you and your you and your dog. Right. But um, as far as I mean, any breed any mm-hmm. breed can do agility, and of course, all the mixed breeds as well. And now that AKC is going to start putting on trials 
um, that includes mixed breeds, we're yes, all very, very excited, especially for our students. So um, did I see some breeds that I hadn't expected? Some of the big dogs you just are shocked yeah. to see out there, able to do weave poles like Great Danes, like a Bouvier, big, yeah. big Bouvier, who can get his body, who's built like a, just a square box, sure. and they can get through those things. And so when you see the large breed dogs doing that, you're just like, wow, anybody really can do agility. Sure. And so those, I think the bigger ones are always the most shocking. They are. There. I agree with you. I know you and I both, um, you know, have an interest in the in TDAA, Teacup Dog Agility Association, and yeah. we're not going to talk too much about that today. Um, but specifically, that's for the smaller dogs. I'm. I wish they come <laughs> up with. A, I keep telling. I've one of my students um, who participates in agility. She has a mastiff, and I said, you know what? So you guys need ah. to get together and create GDAA for the giant breeds. I think that would be great. Oh, wouldn't but, that be then, great? You know, it would be fantastic. Nobody has done that yet. And maybe it's because not enough of them participate. But I've seen, as you said, Great Danes. I've seen Mastiffs. I've seen um, St. Bernard's. I've seen not a lot, yeah. but you see them every now and again. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so, okay, let me run, kind of run through for our listeners. So, you sure. are at the Nationals. You're competing against <laughs> dogs in your own height. Um, correct. Level, correct. So yes, Jody. Jody jumps twenty inches, okay. and there's a criteria that dogs fall in that create whether they jump eight inches, twelve okay. inches, sixteen inches, twenty inches, or twenty four inches. Mm-hmm. And so jo- Jody's in that big class of yeah, twenty in inch dogs. Right. Yes. Yeah. She's, the she's in there with a lot of border collies, I'm sure. Yes, it looks like border collie heaven down there. We're, Andrew and I are fortunate that they have not come up with a toy or mini border collie yet. Oh, wait, yes, they have. It's called a papillon. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, no. Um, so they do separate um, by height. Now, do they have breed, um, like, just competing against their own breed at all at the Nationals or no? Not at the Nationals, the AKC Nationals that mm-hmm. I went to, but within okay. each breed, there is a, a Nationals for them where they do everything. They do your Goldens or just competing against Goldens in obedience or rally or agility. So you can go to your breed specialty okay. and go to their Nationals. And so that you're, boy, you're just competing against your own, and that's really tough. Yeah, I, I could imagine. I could imagine how that is. Now, um, with Jody being um, in the twenty inch, now is is that also and an, for the nationals? Now, do they also separate the classes? Like, have the novice level, or is are all the dogs at the excellent level, or how do they do that? Well, in order to get into the nationals, as I said earlier, you mm-hmm. have to meet a certain criteria, okay. and yes, all of the dogs are at a certain level, gotcha. and we call okay. it excellent B. Okay. And okay. so you're competing against dogs who have been at that level for some time because gotcha. they had okay. to meet the criteria. So right. at least for the year, the mm-hmm. dog has been at that level competing. Okay. And, um, yeah. Okay, and and for our listeners, the excellent B. That's um, now that's the highest level in in the um, that's the highest level in AKC. That's agility. the highest level, and then you mm-hmm. reach different titles within that. Uh-huh. Um, the Master Agility Champion, we right. call it the MOP, is uh-huh. the most exciting to have. Right now, is, is Jody right working there. towards that? 
Dodie has one more little thing. You run twice in one day, and mm-hmm. you have to run them both perfectly. Right. Not No mistakes on the handler's part and wow. no mistakes on the dog's part. And so you have to do that 20 times. Wow. And Jody's at number 19, and we're competing next weekend to see if we can get our mock. And that I'm very, very excited so about fantastic. it. so fantastic. So fantastic. Good luck. Good luck with that. I'm sure you guys will do well. Now, um, we're going to take a little bit of a break. When we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more. I know that you um, actually represented Virginia um, while you were up at the National. So we'll be right back after this break, and we'll talk about Jody and Cindy's great showing at the AKC National Agility Championships. ESPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick timeout. Give your dog some thought. With Dog Thoughts, it's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. If you've got a passion for pet fashion and a flair for animal wear, this is the ultimate place to take a peek at what's chic in the world of designer pet fashion and cool new pet products. On the Pet Set with our fashion diva, Queen Dog Lady. The Pet Set, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network on Pet Life Radio. I'm Laurie Williams, your host, and today our guest is Cindy Briggs from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, her and her dog Jody just uh, recently trialed in agility at the AKC National Agility Championships that were held in Concord, uh, North Carolina, I believe. So I wanted to talk to you, Cindy, about uh, your representing Virginia. So do they pull the states out and kind of have like a state-on-state competition? Yes, they do. They call it the International State Competition on Friday, and then they do the AKC National Competition on Saturday and Sunday. So Friday is a warm-up for the Nationals, but it's really exciting because all the best from the different states really want to do well. And it's um, in all our states, Virginia won one year, and we were like, woo-hoo. So this year, um, we were all running, and um, Judy had won perfectly her two runs on, on that day. 
And somebody came up to me and said, oh my gosh, you could possibly be, if Virginia's in the, in the, the runoff, then mm-hmm. I could be running. Well, Virginia yeah. dropped down a little bit. We didn't get to do the runoff, but Jody came in second in Virginia. And oh, that was fantastic. That. that is fantastic. I was thrilled. Congratulations. Oh, I mean, and, yes, and, and I was very shocked, <laughs> you know, yeah. because there are a lot of border college in Virginia. <laughs> sure there are. I was going to point out, you know, I mean, you know, we, we are very fortunate with Pet Life Radio. We, we air all over the world, really. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, and it's not just because Cindy and I live here, uh, Virginia is very competitive in, in agility. Very competitive. Very yep. competitive in agility. So so congratulations on that. That's, Thank that's you. Excellent, Thank you. Excellent accomplishment. I did, I did feel like it was like it was one of those moments where you just go, oh, my gosh, I have the best dog ever. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. That is great. You know what, Cindy, tell, tell me, um, can you share a little bit about your training methods in general? I mean, anything you want to say about, um, you know, kind of little training techniques or things that you do in general that kind of help sure. build the relationship and get your dog thinking and making great choices? Great. Um, yes. I mean, it's just one of the things that I love to talk about the most, of course. But I, I really do believe that it is that relationship, as you agree, on that. And um, what I do to build that relationship and so on, again, was the, the, home, the home thing that I do. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of positive training. Um, right. I don't use prong collars, electric collars and stuff. I want to motivate my dog to mm-hmm. want to be with me. So I play a lot of games, a lot of tubbing, a lot mm-hmm. of um, control type things. Can she run into a crib and then run out and play tug with me? And right. you build such value for the dog running to you that the dog doesn't want to go anywhere else. So, right. so I'm not permissive. So, you know, you go way swing way to the positive end and you swing way to the coercive end. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a balance. Mm-hmm. And so I just control the things she wants, her food, fun, right. and freedom. Mm-hmm. So she, and then I build value for her being with me. Right. And, um, and that's what we do in all our puppy classes and all our agility classes here mm-hmm. in All Dog Adventures. Great. Well, one of the things um, I, I definitely noticed when you're working with Jody is that she likes to, she offers behaviors. And I will say, <laughs> that to me is always my sign of number one, a dog that's thinking, and number two, a dog that feels the freedom to offer you something. Um, there's a difference, and sometimes it's hard for me to put it into words, but there's a difference between a dog that is trained in the methods that you mentioned and a dog that is trained where um, they don't want to offer anything. They're almost afraid to offer anything. They kind of oh, are I'm very, so glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah they're be- the, very um, stiff and still, yes. Right. So if you have a dog that's willing to make a mistake, and willing to work with you, then they don't want to go anywhere else, and they will continue to try. It's called work ethic. Can you stay with me and keep guessing what I want, and so that you get a reward, because it's about rewards and non-rewards, and so will you stay with me, play with me, and keep guessing what it is that I want, and rather than in the old days, and you've been training as long as I have, I'm sure, where when a dog tried something, even as a young puppy at 12 weeks old, and they did something wrong, we would jerk them or we would pop oh, yeah. them, and, and we would say, you know, don't try anything else. Right. And they don't know what we want there in a new culture. Right. And so, um, so by, you know, punishing dogs for trying and thinking, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't give you a dog who is willing to 
do t- tons right. of tricks. And Woody's the village bank spokes dog. And right. I take her everywhere. And she does all her tricks there. And, and it's just, does that mean she never makes a mistake? Of course she makes mistakes. I make mistakes. Right. And so I have a communication style with her by just not rewarding her or by just right. taking a collar and giving her a little physical time out by not letting her go do anything else. Right. And, um, and then I reward her when she guesses right. Right. Or when she does exactly what I want, and right. it just and it's just a fun way to try things, as you say, dogs who offer behavior are just hysterical. All you do right. is do is laugh at them because they're right. rolling over and they're spinning <laughs> and they're twirling and yes, waving, and barking. <laughs> I have one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they but at the same they they are doing all the things you taught them to do. And they're exactly. saying, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? They're just asking you a question. Right. Exactly. And and I and it does make a difference um, in their kind of their willingness to keep playing with yeah. this. You know, I always have to remind people, this isn't their choice, particularly to do these um, uh, <laughs> crazy things. <laughs> this isn't their choice. This is our choice. And so when they That's are absolutely. willing to take that step and do that with us, whether we qualify that day or not, that to me what, what a is privilege what a privilege it is Absolutely. to have a dog that, that chooses to be with you yeah, I, I fully agree. And, and I'll tell you, the, um, it's funny, Andrew's newest thing that he created. Well, now, you know, you don't always want them to create new things when they are in <laughs> trial. Uh, right, how, exactly. Yeah, however, Andrew's newest thing that he just recently created was um, a call front and then a rollover. So he will. Oh, my goodness. How funny is that? Which, of course, the judge and everybody watching gets a big kick out of it. <laughs> and, you know, You're saying they're going, oh, my. <laughs> well, luckily, that, what, you know, he rolled over and then went back into a sit, so it was only points off. It wasn't, it wasn't, a, um, it wasn't an NQ, but at any rate, he still definitely... I had a dog who did that. He, he came, she came front. And she stood there and looked at me, and I must have looked at her and smiled, laughed at her like I usually did. And this wasn't Jody; this was another one. And she started to spin right in front of me. She then she came front. She was a good dog. <laughs> it was just it was something to laugh it's at. Hilarious. It's all about fun. Listen, let's take another little break. We'll be back in a moment. ESPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick timeout. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. 
coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. And welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. This is Lori Williams, your host, and today we're talking with Cindy Briggs from Richmond, Virginia, the owner of All Dog Adventures. Welcome back, Cindy. I love that name, All Dog Adventures. Boy, does that Thank certain you. that just pretty much describes, you know, everything that could be great for a dog. Tell us a little bit about your facility in Virginia. You know, it's hard to pick a name for your business. You've, you've had to do that. And something that encompassed the fun and, the, and just what we were talking about, that having a dog that you could just laugh with and, and have fun with. And, and it is an adventure to get a dog. You've had more than one dog, and each one teaches you something new. And it's an adventure when you get a new dog. And so that's kind of for the puppy owner. And then there's so much to do here. We now have agility and the sport of rally and obedience. And we're adding new things all the time. We're adding a therapy dog group and, um, and more. It's just we're putting in, we're putting in the pool <laughs> like yours. And, um, and that's an adventure to come here and think, oh, my gosh, I get to have fun with my dog, with my family. I mean, how, how much better can it get me? I mean, for those of us who love dogs this way. And so that's why the adventure came apart, came about. I love that. I love the. I love everything that you're doing down there. Um, you know, Cindy's facility is about an hour, a little over an hour away from um, from us. And I'll tell you, I, I wish that there were facilities everywhere, but there aren't. <laughs> I really wish no, there not. Where people can <laughs> do these wonderful things with their dogs because that's what it's all about. And you know what? No one. You don't ever have to step in and on an agility field or in a ring. You don't ever have to do that. But if you train your dog and you build a relationship the same way that those of us who do participate in those activities um, train and, and build relationships with our dogs, guess what? You're going to have a great dog. So you might not have the mocks and the arches and all these crazy titles and letters and stuff. That doesn't matter. What you're going to have is a great dog. So, you know, I wholeheartedly believe in providing as many activities as you can. So, um, before we let you go, Cindy, um, go ahead and, well, first, are you looking forward to maybe going back to the Nationals next year? I am. Uh, if um, I've just moved the business, so I'm not getting to as many trials as I would look to. And But if Dodie continues being as well as she's doing, I might be able to get that criteria in before October of this year. 
Um, I'll have to do a little bit of work. But um, if we don't go this year, it's in Oklahoma. So I would have to do a lot of driving to get there. Uh, But next year, they're thinking about coming back to the North Carolina area. And if that happens, that's not a definite. So don't quote me on that. But if they do, then I'll have that one to shoot for in two years. And um, it's going to just tag on to what you said about people and whether they ever compete or not. You know, everybody plays a sport. It's called Mm -hmm. fetch. You know, throw the ball for your dog. And so whether it's playing tricks and showing your tricks off for Christmas or whether mm-hmm. it's just throwing a ball, I mean, right. that is our pet dog owner's um, performance, isn't it? Of course. And it's of just course. so fun. Yeah. I know. It is great. And I'll tell you... Um we're very fortunate at Pup and Iron. We're going to have Cindy's will be coming to Pup and Iron on July 18th to present a um, an agility seminar. So any of you who are on the East Coast, it's worth your while to, to take a trip to our area. Uh, our facility might be a little bit more of Northern Virginia, and, and Cindy's facility is in Central Virginia. Um, but, yes, definitely check uh, the Pup and Iron website and get some information about when Cindy and Jody will be coming coming to our facility to present the workshop and seminar. And we'll be doing a lot of foundation work, too, and a lot of foundation for for those people who are just thinking about it. Right. Definitely. I I say always start with the foundation training. You know, a lot of people, well, my dog, you know, I I really want to do agility. You know, get that foundation training in. It's it's always going to come back. It's helping build a relationship. It's not going to be a waste of time. It's a piece of a grand puzzle that's all going to fit together. Cindy, I definitely want to get your website address in. Um, Go ahead and give that to our listeners. It'll be um, right in between websites. It's, it's a hard thing to tell you. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> it's abpsrichmond.com, okay. and the new one will be alldogadventures.com. Okay. Yeah, so for right now, it's abpsrichmond.com. And, and we're going to have this information on the, uh, on the DSPN Pet Life Radio website as well. So, um, so not to worry, we'll definitely have the information and a link to Cindy's website. So, Cindy, thank you so much for taking the time to share um, with us and all our listeners about your great um, experience at the AKC National Agility Championships. We, it was an adventure. It was an adventure, just like all others. I'm sure it was. And, and I want to definitely thank our listeners for taking the time to uh, spend a little bit of your out of your busy day with us. You know, as we talk about these great activities that you can do with your dogs. Again, you know, if you want to play with your dogs and actually enter one of these competitions, great. But you know what? You don't ever have to do that. Just play with your dogs, interact with your dogs, build partnerships and relationship with your dogs. And, and like I said, the worst case scenario, you may not have any ribbons. Who cares? What you're going to have is a great dog. And that's what we all are striving for. So thank you all for listening. I'm Laurie Williams, your host of DSPN. And we will see you next time. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen. Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams, every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com.